Welcome to Dream Deep. Stories from inside with Molly and Nikki. Together we share stories, interviews, and ideas about what it means to dream deep and live fully. I'm Molly, a mama to three, a wife and owner of a small business in Virginia, Molly Suzanne, a photography company recently expanding to do custom coloring books and acrylic paintings. I'm Nikki Weaver, an artist, a healer, mover, maker, mama to two, wife to one, and currently building work with incarcerated women and women on the outside through a nonprofit called On the Inside, living in Portland, Oregon. Always good to start with some early morning laughter. Oh yeah, you know it. That's therapy. Uh, that's therapy. Here we, here we are, back together, <laughs> Molly and, and Nikki. So happy to have you here, to have your listening ears, your open hearts. And um, when, when Molly and I jumped on here this morning, right before we started recording, Molly said, "So, how's your heart?" And I sort of paused and said, thanks so much for asking that question. So I ask it to you listeners, or we ask it to you, how are your hearts? And maybe you answer that out loud. Maybe you ponder that for the rest of your day. But uh, it's been such a great reminder to just sort of do a quick check-in personally, and then with each other here, if you're in conversation with someone. So yeah, happy to be here and welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we really look forward to, to talking to you guys today. I know, um, like Nikki said, we were chatting a little bit before um, we pressed record and just kind of what's going on in our lives. And, and it led us to um, just how art therapy helps us in, in our journey and, and, um, and, and kind of where we're at today. Um, would you say that, Nikki? Or that, were those yeah. your words you asked me last night? Yeah, yeah. Think just thinking about when art, when we first noticed that art was a, a healing part of our lives. Yeah. Because um, it's it's interesting, you know. I, I know you teach Molly, and you sort of create and make and share and sell, and and so do I, um, yeah. through art. And uh, you know, one of the things I think about often when I walk is I'm like, art is transformational. Um, art is therapy. Art is a way of processing our worlds. Art is a way of building community and, and connection. And uh, in one of the classes I teach, somebody said to me yesterday in our group, they said, I was telling my friend about this class. And, you know, one of the things that my friend said is, oh, it sounds like group therapy. And she said, that's it. It's a group <laughs> therapy. It's, it's like the best kind of therapy. And she said, actually, she said, when I go to see my own therapist, um, it's sometimes awkward and clunky and, you know, emotional, and it's totally isolating because I'm alone in a room or on a screen with this other person. And it's not that I don't, you know, trust her or believe in her, but to be in a room where other women are sharing, other people are sharing, and we're telling stories and we're making art, there's a way that I begin to process and remember and reflect back things that I'd forgotten. Um, so that I think that's something that I was thinking about, Molly, of like how art has really changed my life. Yeah, absolutely. And um, to piggyback off that a little bit, 
I was, when you mentioned community and, and group therapy being so healing, I was thinking about the blue zones and how mm. um, they talk about one of the common denominators is community. Cause you know, for so long I was, I was so worried about what I was eating and, and, you know, is it in season? Is it organic? And I was almost stressing myself a little bit, uh, worrying so much about it, but, but then, you know, when I started reading about the blue zones, it was super interesting because there's so many different regions that eat so differently. Mm. Um, so say, you know, one would eat mainly cheese and meats and then fresh produce and the other all, you know, fresh produce and beans and more of a vegetarian. But, you know, there's people within both communities that live to be in their hundreds. Mm. Um, and, but but it was really neat because it it sort of reminded you to get back to uh, community and sitting on the front porch and and chatting with your neighbor and that's kind of a lost art. I feel like it is here, maybe in on um, where you're at, Nikki. It's maybe more so. You could speak of that, um, but I, I feel like and especially since the pandemic, there's a lot more isolation. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I think isolation is maybe something that sometimes we choose and then the pandemic forced many of us to choose it. Uh, and then it, it, at least for me, and I, I'm certain you too, I think we've talked about this, really forced me to look at who my community was and who I wanted my community to be. Like, was my circle enough? Did I want to expand it? Who was in my circle when I really started thinking about the people that... Um, I believe I'm close to, or that I want to be close to, or that I regularly reach out and seek connection with, yeah. um, you know, I, you know, and as an artist, like I often think that art making art can be incredibly lonely and isolating, um, you know, because a lot of us do it by ourselves. I know you, you paint Molly, you're making watercolors, but then you choose to share it right. Either in a public format by selling it, working in community, um, sharing it on social media, I think about that too in my own, um, that art, when I'm making it or thinking about working on a character, I'm doing that oftentimes alone. I'm like deciphering the text. I'm decoding the language. I'm trying to understand why the writer wrote it this way. Why is there a question here? Why does this other character interrupt me? Blah, blah. You know, and then I do it in public, right? Then I do it with other people in the room and there's a director or a fight choreographer. So then I get other people's opinions of what I'm trying to make um, that, that then infuse my own art of whatever ends up on stage. So there's something that art can build. I think both art can build us to be better community members. Um, it can teach us about ensemble of how to work with people, um, whether we're challenged by them, whether we find it easy to be in working relationship with them, but it can also teach us who we are more fully. And, um, you know, that's something that I always, I always learn when I make art. I always learn something about the process. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's easy to finish a painting, um, to work on a character, to tell a story. And sometimes it, I, I feel like I'm like ripping my soul apart <laughs> to get there. Yeah. And, and, and really though, art has been the vehicle for me to understand more about myself and more about the world and, and how I want to live in it, um, how I want to show up. Uh, that's what comes to mind when I think about art right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've 
wow, that's super interesting. I know that um, that that's a really good point about, you know, sometimes being alone and isolated is good. And I think it kind of push, pushes us to that edge of either we're really comfortable being alone or we're really not comfortable being alone, whether we're introverted, extroverted. Um, and I think the, the pandemic uh, definitely, it was good for some people and they enjoyed being isolated and had not mm-hmm. having a reason to go out. And then there's the flip side where people were going crazy because they couldn't get their nails done. They couldn't get their hair done. They wanted to see faces. They wanted to give hugs, you know? Um, and I think it's that balance for sure. And I would say with my own personality, um, I, I, there's, there's definitely times I, I really enjoy and need that silence. Like I won't even have music on, um, because my life is very full and Nikki, I know your life is very full too with kiddos and dogs and husbands and, you know, um, so there's a lot of, uh, commotion, but, and it's a wonderful thing, but it's also, we all need that silence and we all need that peace, um, where we can kind of, you know, just exhale. Yeah. That's what, you know, being in my studio and painting and creating pen sketches for my coloring book pages really helps me, um, to just have that, have that silence and that peace that I need and then but then you're ready to go home you're ready to see faces again and you're excited so it's that balance I would say yes well and and that's a beautiful point Molly that maybe making art teaches us about balance that we can't we can't create something you spoke to earlier we we can't create when we're overwhelmed right um that we have to find the balance of silence or working alone or, or being by ourselves to understand that. And I often think of it in, in language, what it is we need or want to say. And mm-hmm. we can say that with our bodies. We can say that with words. We can say that with a painting, but, yeah. but at least for me, I need that processing time to understand what it is I want to say. And then I can make it, then I can reflect it back. Then I can put it out in the world. But um, if I'm constantly in community with my family, with people I don't know, with other artists, then I often get to that place of being overwhelmed. Um, sure. And so I may, see, oh, balance, ahead. I love that. No, just, the, yeah. just the, the idea of finding balance through art. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I, I met with my, my therapist yesterday and, and I was saying, how do I communicate <laughs> without cause I tend to bottle things up. How do I communicate without just like vomiting words to someone? Like, cause after mm-hmm. a certain point you just, um, that would be my, I guess a weakness, maybe not. But then she said, well, so you're an artist and you love to paint. And when this happens, uh, what are you paint? What picture are you painting in your mind? you know, during these, these, these steps. And I was like, oh, that, you know, cause really pictures do speak a thousand words and photos can and art can. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it is like, it, it's a vulnerable piece of your, of your heart that you're spilling onto the page with you. It's your performances. You're, you're sort of spilling that and, and you're being vulnerable and letting people see that. Um, and so it's just a beautiful thing to see all of those different, um, you know, aspects of 
each other and and how the world goes around on on different personalities and how they interpret art as therapy. Yes. Well, you know, and and maybe Molly, something that we often start with you and I in conversation is like, how is your heart? That if yeah. that if that that if that's a question, listeners, that you might begin your day with, and then maybe you begin it in conversation with somebody else. I, I often think too, then Molly, this idea of balance and making art that that I think of um, uh, swinging doors being a, around our heart center or our heart space that we get to decide who we let in and who we close the doors to. And, and that helps me think about um, how to share art, who I wanna share it with. And when I'm like, you know what? I, I actually, I can't engage too much with this person or with this art form today. I got to close the doors a little bit and recenter, you know, um, b- balance myself out before I'm ready to sort of open up again. Yeah. Uh, be- because I do think that art is one of the things that helps us understand our openings. And, yeah. and o- openings, I think of in terms of like relationships, when we're able to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. I think it helps us figure out what to put on the page in writing, painting. Um, and I think it helps us understand our voice, through language, if you know, you're on a stage or making music or, or writing a book. Yeah, um, that's very yeah. true. And, and knowing that that's okay for you to be in control of that and yeah. not feeling bad if you're, you know, two days ago, it was okay, but today it's closed. <laughs> and yeah. like I said before that no is a full sentence. And, and being okay with that and accepting that that's what works best for your life and your own journey. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that, that, that leads me to think of just letting it be enough. And I often say, you know, to myself and to people, um, you know, in class or facilitation settings that, that art is the process. And that's what we should be most interested in, the process, the process, not so much the product. That yeah. if we're focused on the product, then we're sort of end gaming, if you will, our, our self in terms of the act of creating it. Yeah. So that, so that the process is really the teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Oh. Um, it does, it, it does feel like the other thing I wanted to mention is, uh, I love seeing therapy and art through the eyes of a child to be having three kiddos of my own and just how they they interpret art in such a beautifully innocent way and I love mm-hmm. it's almost like you're reliving your childhood which is I think can be very healing for a mm-hmm. lot of people my therapist has talked about my childhood a lot and like you know um how did people perceive you as a kid and and you know where did you lose did you did you sort of get away from that are you still are you still there um because as we become adults there is so much I would say a lot of conditioning based on our environment who, who we live with society mm-hmm. and all those things so just wanted to mention I just think it's it's uh it's beautiful to see and I I see just a taste of your your kiddos you know, on mm. social media and what they're into and creating and their mm-hmm. lemonade stand. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's pretty beautiful to see that through children's eyes. Yeah, definitely. Well, and that just makes me think um, too, Molly, that how art can be, maybe should be a part of our everyday life. 
that it doesn't have to be something that's uh, a far reaching place to get to. You don't have to make art on a stage or art to sell that, that art as a therapy can be, you know, like many people, the coloring books and the pencils is a way to relieve stress. Uh, you know, an example I think of is just last night I was cooking in the kitchen and um, I have a friend that's going through a, a really hard time. And so I thought, oh, there is parts of magazines and the newspaper sitting here. And so I just grabbed a piece of paper and a glue stick and I started making a collage that I planned to mail to her or give to her, you know, and I haven't made a collage in a long time. But as soon as I started doing it, the girls came like, right, like swarmed like <laughs> bees. Right. And they were like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I just I thought I'd make a collage while I'm, you know, cooking this curry and rice. And they yeah. said, well, why? And I said, it just, it feels good. It feels good to me to make this for her right now. And I, I don't know, I'll, I'll write a message on the back or I'll stick it in an old frame. And it, it feels like something I want to give to her. Um, yeah. And it was fun. And then of course, you know, very quickly they ran and got paper and their glue sticks. And suddenly the whole kitchen counter was covered with, you know, scraps of paper, but it, but it was really fun to just see um, what came out of it. So I, I think that's part of art that that it that we can allow it to be fun and that we can allow it to be just a part of everyday life doodling on a piece of paper or a napkin or making something with your kid as you speak yeah. to yeah yeah I agree and I know Brene Brown has talked about um that every one of us has an artistic and creative ability within us it's just yeah. a matter of tapping into that because I think we have preconceived notions that it has to be this, like you were saying, this beautiful piece of art or this, you know, stage. Well, oh, I'm, I'm timid in front of the art or I, I could never sell, you know, and I think that holds people back from creating in a way. I do too. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that I thought of when you were talking about, um, your kiddos and, and creating just simple things while you're cooking dinner. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Well, and that makes me think too, Molly, that also I think that art helps us address our fear, right? Because sometimes the act of just putting your pencil on the page or your paintbrush on the page, it forces us to be like, oh, I'm, I'm not an artist. And then suddenly you are because you're making something that um, I think some people resist doing the thing because they're so fearful or full of judgment that it might be bad, it might be wrong. And, uh, you know, that's something that often comes up in classes with, that I'm facilitating is people often start with an apology about what they're about to share, you know, and, and, uh, and it's inside prison facilities and it's in outside prison facilities, you know, and I often at the end, after people have shared, I sort of say, I just want you to notice how many people apologize before you've actually shared your art or your poem. And why do we do that? Why do we think we have to apologize for putting something out into the world? Wow. Um, so, you know, as, as part of your process, if you're listening, um, just ponder that, you know, asking yourself how your heart is, putting pen to the page, making a painting, making a ridiculous collage while you're cooking, um, writing a poem, that, that do, it, do it just for the process of creating something not because you have to sell it, but maybe you do. But um, yeah, I, I, I dare you to put your judgment on the side yeah, yeah. <laughs> and pick it up after you've done the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, and, and that's uh, be a whole nother podcast, but just shame, you know, there's a lot of shame involved in mm. um, 
you know, say if you're in prison, maybe you have a significant amount of pain or shame. And, um, you know, I can, I, I can attest to just, it is, is a vulnerable thing, especially sharing it in a group. And so, but I'm sure that's very healing also. Um, but it's interesting that you picked up on that. Mm, yeah. yeah. You're apologizing. I know. And, and I don't think it's just women, you know, it's mm -hmm. well, We'll talk about apologies in another podcast. Yes, we will. Because <laughs> apologizing is different than asking for forgiveness. But it's very true. Let's, let's very talk true. about that next week. Or <laughs> good. <laughs> um, thank, thank you all for listening, for being here, just for being a part of the artful making healing journey. That's something that Molly and I just keep discovering over and over again. We have yeah. a workshop coming up. You should join us. Um, we'll offer more tools, we'll offer products, pieces, things that we make that um, are art, that are art that we find very healing and beneficial in our life and that have become just daily parts of our toolbox. So Absolutely. join us and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>